Welcome to the Abandoning Average podcast here for the aspiring Christian woman. There's a lot of self-doubt. Why am I not doing this? And then you're like, oh, well, because just because I'm afraid of it. There's also this norm of, well, why are you doing something different? I don't want you to be. People want for other people to look at them and say, oh, that person is successful. They put their mind to something and they did it. What happens most of the time is people start something and then it doesn't go anywhere. I think a lot of people aren't aware that they're actually like afraid to do something out of the ordinary. So then they don't do anything. By choosing to do something different, you are setting yourself apart. Fear of rejection, fear of anything is normal. It's what you do with it. Fundamentally, being different, doing something different isn't bad because God has given a purpose and that's what matters. I'm your host, Amanda Boardwine, and welcome to the journey to abandoning average. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode nine of the Abandoning Average podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about finding the courage to be vulnerable. And the first thing that I thought of, okay, so there's a whole story behind why this specific episode is coming out today and everything, and I want to tell you about it. But there is, (laughs) I have to tell you this story, not really a story, it's just a fact about myself, I guess. But the thing is, is that I hate games, guys. If you didn't know this about me, I hate games. I hate playing games. There are a very select few amount of games that I actually enjoy playing. And here's the reason. The reason is that I do not like to like fail in front of other people. I don't. I don't like to fail. I don't like to. And it's not like a competitive thing. It's just like I don't feel a need to win the game. It's just I don't want to completely fail in front of other people because I couldn't pick up the game fast enough. That's just like the <laughs> the honest truth about it is that I hate playing games because of that. I hate playing games because I cannot figure out like the fear of being able to figure it out fast enough like that. That's my fear. And so there's like this inner like struggle within myself of how do you like be okay with that? How do you overcome um, like just having fun, just having plain fun with people and being able to play a game and not worry about sucking at it first. But honestly, like I will tell you the story. The other day I have never played video games in my life besides like maybe one little sit down here and there with cousins or friends or something like that where I just play like a little racing game really fast but I sucked at it oh my word terrible so the other day um (laughs) my husband was having his family over we were going out to we live in Virginia we were going out to Virginia Beach for Imagine Dragons concert which was amazing but when they came over they were like oh my gosh we could play Mario Kart all together that would be awesome and I, I had this inner panic attack of oh my word they're gonna see me completely fail and I don't know how to play and so I I literally like (laughs) this is how bad it was I put my work down I put what I was doing down (laughs) and said no this is more important I'm gonna go do this instead and I pulled out um Anthony's uh 
Mario Kart game and sat there by myself, by myself in our apartment and practiced playing Mario Kart all by myself because that clearly was more important in the moment. But it's true. I have this fear of being vulnerable in front of people and people seeing me as somebody that just like didn't do completely well at something or didn't excel in that. And so if you guys get me on this, let me know. I want to know that I'm not the only person out there, but truly just being completely vulnerable in this moment is that I just don't do well with that. And I don't, I don't like games for that reason. And so yes, I have found some that, and yes, I've learned to overcome it. Yes, I found some that I like all of that, but like there are some times where I'm just like, no, I can't do this. So That's my struggle there. And so I wanted to bring this to you because the reason for this episode today is that I was looking up not for not for the reason of like, oh gosh, I don't know how to play games, so I'm going to look this up. It wasn't that. It was just I was reading and researching vulnerability and why that is such a struggle for people. And just just like really going through a lot of that. And I came across this amazing woman who, um, her name's Brene Brown, and she's absolutely incredible and has done tons of research on this specific topic and having why people struggle with shame, why people struggle with vulnerability. And it is incredible. And I cannot tell you how amazing, like she, her research is amazing. And so let me tell you, cause this is, this is a tip for you. So I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, I would love to have you on my podcast. <laughs> I really would. And regardless of how many books she has written, how high up she is in her field, how much she is asked to multiple, um, like events and speaking engagements and all of that, I still reached out because guys, here's just a fun little tip on the side. You are, the answer will always be no for you if you don't first ask. And so that was just something that I was just like, it requires massive action and I'm going to do it. And if she says no or doesn't respond, if her team doesn't respond, then we're all good. We continue on, but at least I tried. And so That's the tip for you. She still has not responded. So I figured I'm going to go ahead and do this because it fits so well in with this whole month of July and talking about the unique value of you and getting getting to that point of realizing your value within yourself. And so going through all of that, if if I were to have her later, that'd be incredible. But for right now, I cannot tell you how amazing she is. Go look at her books. Go look her up. She's incredible. Brene Brown. Um, so anyway, as I was looking up her videos and everything, she was talking about how people struggle with shame in their lives and everything and just feeling like, um, feeling like they don't measure up, feeling like they just don't um, kind of aren't on the same level of other people. And so as I was going through that, I've struggled with that. I've struggled with depression in my life. I've struggled with having a really, really strong sense of shame. And guys, telling you that is scary for me, but I know it's going to help somebody. It's scary and putting it out there publicly, but I know that one of you is going to relate. Multiple of you might relate. Um, But the thing is, is that I've struggled with a strong, strong sense of shame in the past of just not feeling good enough, not feeling like my work is up to par. Um, I don't, if I don't care, like I don't take care of my family well enough or, you know, just all of those things. I just constantly have felt like I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy and all of all of that. And it all comes from this really, really strong sense of shame. 
And so um, I was listening to her about all of this research and everything on vulnerability and shame. And she said that she realized that we all, every single one of us feels shame at some point in our lives usually on a consistent basis. And then she was able to, what she found is like getting all of this research together. And this is so interesting to me, getting all of this together. She found that people split from there into two groups. And the thing that, that differentiated them was that there were people who are consistently struggling with that and didn't know what to do with it. And then there were others that who, who didn't struggle with it as much. They felt the shame and they didn't struggle with it as much. And here, I want to tell you all about that in just a second on, on that split and why that's there. But let me tell you right now that the reason that we all feel shame, and this is something that like she kept it very um, research-based, and I truly think that this can be found in the Bible from the very beginning. I think that you can find that in the Garden of Eden and looking into how <laughs> immediately when sin entered the world, we felt shame. Um, Adam and Eve ran and hid, and we've felt that ever since. We've we've been hiding from God. We've been hiding from people. We've been hiding, and we have this innate sense of, I'm not perfect, and and we aren't. We aren't perfect. <laughs> We are not perfect. And that is where that comes from, is that we all have this sense of of fear and um, not measuring up and shame and all, all of that. We have that because of the Garden of Eden, and it is built into us from the moment that we are born. And that is not something to be like, oh my gosh, I, I'm different than everybody. We all feel it. We all feel it. Is it right? No, but we all feel it. And so that's where her research came into play. And she was like, oh, I realized that we all feel shame. Well, yes. <laughs> so um, from there, the studies that she was doing and that so many other people have done is that they've realized like specifically studying shame and why, why do we feel this way? Why do we feel like um, as entrepreneurs that we're not doing good enough or as moms that we aren't doing good enough or wives or family members like that, that we just don't measure up or in school that we can't, we're not living up to par with everybody else. Like why do we feel that way? And what they found is that it split into two groups and there were some that those who struggle to overcome shame and then there was the other group of those who have a sense of worthiness. And that's what it splits into is that the difference is that there's a group of people that have learned that they have they have the sense of worthiness because they believe that they are worthy of love and they are worthy of belonging. And oh my goodness, <laughs> that is such a huge differentiator. It's so huge to be able to say that, that that's the difference is that we all feel shame, but you can you can grasp and have this belief of worthiness, of love, and of belonging among God, among people around you, among society, just in your life, that that can be the thing that sets you apart. And that's what we can do. That's the action is that we can grow in our belief of worthiness and of love and belonging, our sense of belonging among other people with God. Like that is huge. <laughs> that is huge. And so if you felt that, if you felt that feeling of shame of like, I just feel like I don't measure up like that. That is where we want we want to be able to move to is that, yes, we f we are fallen people. Yes, we feel shame consistently, but you can believe that fact. And so 
that's that's where it's a difference in your day-to-day life. And so here is where um, there is there is such a big change in in your daily life and your daily walk every single day is like how can you start thinking about um, things differently and how can you actually start living in a in a vulnerable sense because you have power in being vulnerable and that's where I can share about games I can share about I can share about being depressed I can share about the stuff and when I say depressed like yes I struggle with anxiety like I struggle with anxiety the point of passing out. It's not good. And I've struggled with, but that's different than depression. Like I have struggled deeply with depression before, and that's very different than just being scared, being in fear, having anxiety, that kind of thing. I struggle with that, but that's not my identity. And so working through being vulnerable, we have so much power in being able to share that vulnerability with other people and being able to share what's really going on in our lives because someone else is going to meet you there regardless of the fear that covers that in what if what if people don't like me because of that or what if people shun me because of that or what if people look down on me because of that all of those things there are going to be people that come along and God's going to use you with that vulnerability because that's what makes you unique. That's what makes you different is that number one, you're sharing it. (laughs) Number one, you're being bold and sharing it. And then number two, you're actually sharing a piece of your story that not many other people share. And regardless of if that's a hurt or if it's something that you've just learned in business, in life, wherever you are, sharing that is something that's going to actually put you beyond other people. And, And having that sense of worthiness is so crucial in that is so crucial in actually having the courage to be vulnerable. And so here, like some day to day, um, the difference in your day to day life will be having the courage to be imperfect. And that's what I was just talking about. But the root of courage is actually telling the story of who you are with your whole heart and just sharing that and that's what i meant by like being vulnerable wherever wherever you have the opportunity whether it's in having a cup of coffee with somebody or if it's um on social media or if it's if you're speaking at an event or anything like that just having that breaking down that wall of feeling like you need to not be vulnerable and actually allowing people in and sharing that with other people that is going to set you apart from so many other people but that's not the goal the goal is that you are able to share that vulnerability with other people to be able to bring them along on the journey so that God's able to act through you to them and that is amazing (laughs) so having the courage to be imperfect is huge and then also the having connection as a result of authenticity. That's another thing that will show up in your day-to-day life from having finding the courage to be vulnerable is you're going to have the courage to be imperfect the, and then you're going to find connection as a result of authenticity. And guys, when I have stepped out and been vulnerable and shared with people things that just I never would have shared with before, I have found so many people come along with me that when I felt lonely before, when I felt... Um, Um, scared or just so many times like uh, specifically thinking back to like a year and a half ago um, 
I felt very, very lonely. I felt very, um, I had just moved to a new city. It wasn't a year and a half ago. It was like a year and a couple months ago. But we had just moved, Anthony and I had just moved to Richmond, Virginia. And I was completely um, alone. Like I just, I we hadn't found a church yet. Um, I was working a job part-time. But even in that, like I just, I wasn't finding the connection that I that I wanted to find. And I felt lonely. I felt um, purposeless. Like I just didn't really know what I was supposed to be doing. I was just kind of there. Um, and, and so that was a huge struggle. And I cannot tell you in the times that I've stepped out and been vulnerable about that struggle, about the things that I'm doing in my life now, um, not just not talking about myself all the time, not being self-focused, but just honestly being vulnerable, sharing, sharing the struggles of life. People flock to that. I cannot like, it's it's like we're drained of authenticity in our life and people flock to that. And so you're going to find connection in that authenticity. And that's what I meant by that. And then um, also fully embracing vulnerability is huge. Being able to embrace that and say, this is something that I do. <laughs> it's just something that I do on a day-to-day basis. This is who I am is huge. And I cannot tell you how amazing that is. And so, um, one, one scripture that I was reading, um, is first Peter two, four. And I want to share this with you because I think it completely goes around this whole thing in finding the courage to be vulnerable in that when you are scared in who you are and what people are going to think and all of that. First Peter um, 2, 4 says, as you come to him, a living stone rejected by man, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious. Ah, chosen and precious. Oh my goodness. So that, that is so, so huge in realizing that regardless of what you're going to put out there to people, as long as it is grounded as, as a, like an example of who God is and what is he is what he is doing in your life that is going to be so huge and you are chosen and precious in his eyes and that's where it comes back to that group of how we are all feeling a sense of shame and yet there's there's two points where it splits and having that feeling of worthiness, um, being worthy and knowing that you are worthy of love and that you are completely and entirely worthy of belonging. That is so, so key in being able to change that perspective of feeling like you just can't beat um, the shame in your life or feeling like you're not not measuring up to other people's standards. When you're able to like actually come to a point of realizing your worth and your worth in Christ. That that is where it's all you will find so much strength and so much peace in being able to realize that 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 you are able that you are chosen and precious in God's eyes and that it's not a form of like figuring out how to not be shameful or not not be full of shame or anything like that like just realizing that you are chosen and precious in God's eyes and that from there flows all the vulnerability that you could possibly want to share with other people because you're going to find so much strength and so much um, compassion for other people and um, fearlessness. I think that that's a really good word too for that is that you will find so much fearlessness as you are chasing this um, idea of vulnerability. So I wanted to um, read one last thing to you and this is actually from um, Brene Brown's 
um, website and I just I thought it was so so good she calls it the um, man the manifesto of the brave and brokenhearted and it's just absolutely amazing and so I just had to share it with you guys but um, it says there is no greater threat to the critics and the cynics and the fear mongers than those of us who are willing to fall because we have learned how to rise with skinned knees and bruised hearts, we choose owning our stories of struggle over hiding, over hustling, over pretending. We, when we deny our stories, they define us. When we run from struggle, we are never free. So we turn toward truth and look it in the eye. We will not be characters in our stories, not villains, not victims, not even heroes. We are the authors of our lives. We write our own daring endings. We craft love from heartbreak, compassion from shame, grace from disappointment, courage from failure. Showing up is our power. Story is our way home. Truth is our song. We are the brave and brokenhearted, and we are rising strong. Oh, I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to leave you with that because I think that there are no words. <laughs> I cannot say anything else, but... That is just such an amazing thing for you guys, and I hope that you are able to find that courage to be vulnerable. I hope that you're able to show up in whatever space that you mostly show up in the most often. If that's showing up with your friends in person, getting a cup of coffee, if it's at your work, if it's um, at, at home with your family, or if it's on social media, or maybe it's a, a mixing of all of those, finding the courage to be able to stand up and be vulnerable is huge in your life and it will have find so much you will find so much power in that and so much compassion for other people and grace for other people you'll be able to share the story that God has been molding in your life to other people and that's the most powerful thing so I hope that that was helpful to you and don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. I love to be able to hear what you guys are thinking, what you guys love about this podcast and we are over on Instagram at Abandoning Average so you can join us over there, follow along, um, comment on the stories, on the posts, all of that. I want to be able to hear from you and know what's going on in your life and what you relate most to so I can best serve you guys. And then also we do have a Facebook community that we are growing on Facebook. It's under Abandoning average and you can join that and join all of the women that are just doing such an amazing job over there and um, we're just having such good community together and working through our business through our struggles all of that together and it's amazing I'd love to be able to see you over there so I will see you all at another episode and I hope you guys have a great day